everybody, and welcome to Medic's Mind, the podcast. Thanks for coming by. Appreciate it. Uh, so as of today, I'm using the new microphone, the uh, Rode Procaster. So that's what you're hearing right now. I'm also within the confines of my sound booth. Again, not fully constructed. It is uh, semi-constructed, but hopefully, if you are listening to this, uh, especially with your phones, there is a marked difference between how I have sounded in the past and how I sound now. Uh, this is an oration episode, just me chatting, talking to you. Uh, there is something that I wish to bring up to you guys, and uh, it's going to be hard for me. I I had promised myself that I would not become political, that I wouldn't do a political podcast, and and I mean, I don't intend, I didn't intend to, but this issue came up today and, and it, it's something that is so deeply rooted in me uh, of, of, of a way of importance that I feel disingenuous if I don't at least address it, if I don't come out and, and at least say something about it. So I do apologize that I'm bringing politics into this, but this is something that needs to be addressed. Now, I apologize if you're sitting in the ambulance with your partner or the, or the wherever you're listening to this and and this causes strife between you because we live in such a polarized society right now, left versus right, who's right. But this is something that needs to be addressed and I, I feel the need to discuss it here on this platform. And uh, I, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that now. Uh, so... This is something, like I said, that I feel very important, uh, and it's I, I, this will be one of the only times that I bring this up. It's just today, of all days, it just needs to be addressed. So, um, okay, here it goes. Who would win in a fight, Batman or Superman? Like, I, I, need to, I, I really need to know. I need to know this because, see, here's the thing. On one hand, we have Batman, right? Bruce Wayne, this guy, this average guy uh, who his superpower essentially is wealth and intelligence because he's the greatest detective, right? And I know I know they've made a movie about this, but come on, you know, like it's, it's the age old question, folks. Who would win, Batman or Superman? I need to know. I need to know. This is this has been at me since I was a child. Now I will tell you my camp, my school of thought, and I'll tell you why. And then I'll let whoever wants to debate me be wrong. But there we go. That's how that oh, I feel so much better. Getting you know what? This means I need to celebrate. I need to have a San Pellegrino pomegranate and orange. There we go. That's exactly what's happening. Uh so yeah, okay. Uh, we have Bruce Wayne, who, I mean, if he's got a different age, if you go by comic books to movies to cartoons to whatever, let's say Bruce is firmly cemented in the, I'm going to give him the latter 40s range. That's what I think Bruce, that's where I think Bruce Wayne is sitting at. I think he's in, let's go, mid, I'm going to go, okay, sorry, I get ahead of myself. Let's go mid. I'm going to say mid 40s uh, in and around, uh, in and around his prime, I think 20s. Uh, realistically, he was probably Batman, but I don't think he was doing a very good job. He was 20 years old. He probably slept in a little bit. Uh, with all that money, he was definitely uh, acting the Lothario. And uh, and thusly, his, his true potential was being somewhat nullified, right? So that's what I think anyway. 
So I'm going to say in his 40s, he really, latter stage 30s into his 40s, he really hit his prime. He really got into to the Batman. And so that's what I'm going to say. I think Superman uh, was, I mean, he was super from, from day one. However, you know, yes, he had the awkwardness of learning how he acted with the Earth's sun. And, and he had to, the thing about Superman that's amazing is he had to hold it. He never joined the, the football team, became the superstar on the football team, even though he could have. He never, you know, became uh, the the wrestling champion, even though he could have. He lived with all of these amazing gifts, these amazing powers, and he just did not exploit them for the for the you know for the own self-aggrandization of being Superman. You know, his humility is incalculable, absolutely incalculable. So that being said, I I as I'm sure you're guessing by now, I'm in a Superman camp. I like Superman. I think Superman is the one, I think, in a fight due to, not only due to his humility, but obviously his strength, speed, and, uh, you know, otherworldly abilities. I'm sorry, but I think Batman, no matter how much he plans things out, he's done for, you know? It's like, you know, there, there's that question, too, around Christmas time. It said, uh, you know, who's going to win in a fight, uh, Superman or Kevin McAllister? And, uh, and the question was... Well, how much time does Kevin have to prepare? Which is a fair question, but Superman is just going to, you know, burn that house down with his laser vision. He's got he's not slipping over micro machines, guys. He's too smart for that. You know? So in a in a good old-fashioned fight, uh it would be Superman. Superman would win. Hands down, guys. I mean, it's not even I don't think it's even a question. And if you find yourself on the Batman uh team, uh, firstly, I'd like to apologize because your life must be really difficult being that slow. But also, you know, I, uh, you know, feel free to jump ship anytime. We welcome you. We welcome the enlightened. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like an idiot. Okay. So, uh, why did I bring that up? Uh, to be honest, there's no work into anything for that. Um, today was therapy day for me, and uh, and it was kind of, I mean, therapy days are exhausting at the best of times, but, uh, you know, I, I specifically had to address something today that was uh, emotionally fatiguing and, um, and caused a lot of introspection post-session. Uh, post, post and uh, I'm not going to get into the details of what, the session was about or the incidences that transpired throughout my day. That, that's not what I'm going to do. But what I am going to kind of discuss is when we have those days, those sessions, because there's a lot of people that go to therapy and and, and basically denote th- uh, their therapy days as nap days because they do take a lot out of you. I know it's kind of a common saying within the veteran community, but I can only imagine that it's probably a common commonality throughout whoever goes to therapy and whoever's listening to the, listening to this. Um, but I think even if you, let's say you don't go to therapy, let's say you're not in therapy right now, the days that you're highly weighted by emotionality and, and the, the thing, like nothing kind of is going right, or you just, you've had nightmares or your symptoms are just a little more heightened than, than normal. Those days are exhausting, absolutely exhausting. And so I think, you know, I for me, I started wondering how how do we pull ourselves out of that? How how do we go from you know being say relatively okay to then not being okay to then being okay again? 
you know, how, how do we come how do we go about doing that? And, uh, I'll tell you what helped me today when I had my moment, um, I was highly emotional, highly, uh, you know, hypervigilized and I was frantic. Uh, I had, I was breathing fast. I was sweating as though I'd just been, you know, running for, you know, good, good kilometer or two. I know it doesn't sound very far to you young 20-somethings, but I'll tell you something, you know, a kilometer, a half, 500 meters is a lot for me at this particular age. It's a lot for me and my knees. So this is a judge-free zone. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, um, so I got to thinking how, how do, like, again, like how, because you don't want that to ruin your entire day. On on the days where the bad things come, the 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 deep ruminative introspections, you know, or the anniversaries, which coming into summer there there will be a few for me. There's there's one coming up at the end of the month for me uh, on January 26th. Um, a, a guy that I used to work with, uh, paramedic, um, took his own life uh, in the back of an ambulance um, back in 2014, and um, or 2015, sorry, and. Um, and uh, it's, you know it's it's t- so what do we do how do we how do we navigate those days and how do we navigate the the ups and downs of a day you know because i mean it's tough to say hey let's just turn around and have a good day or some days are good days some days are bad days which is true there are good days and bad days but there's also fluctuation within days and today was one of those fluctuating days for me I woke up relatively okay. I didn't have any nightmares last night, so I woke up in a relatively good mood. I woke up feeling pretty decent, actually. I I didn't feel too bad. I felt somewhat rested. You know, I, I've been having a tough time getting up at my 8.45 markings. It's generally around 10, quarter after 10 now that I'm waking up just because I'm going to bed later. Uh, and that's for a myriad of different reasons. It's not for, you know, my lack of sleep hygiene. I'm still doing the same routines. Uh, it's just, you know, dreams have been a little more potent lately. Um, I've also been, I forgot to talk to my therapist about this and I think it's because, uh, of the incident that happened today that, uh, sort of, you know, the, the other issue that I had been gnawing on, but I've been having sleep paralysis lately. Has anybody had that sleep paralysis? So for me, the way it, uh, the way it, it comes, the way it's manifested is it feels like somebody's pulling the blankets off of me in my bed. It feels like you can feel the blankets literally, slithering off of your body and you can't move. You can't move. You can't breathe. You can't do anything, but it feels as though you're awake. You're, you can almost, you can look around your eyes move. It feels like, uh, but you can't actually do anything to address. It feels like, it feels like there's an entity pulling blankets. It's fucking terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And that's happened to me twice now in the past two weeks. And, uh, so sleep is an issue. It's, it's very much an issue. And, um, I think, you know, I, I wanted to talk to my, my therapist about that today and I'm glad I have another session because I probably will address that. Um, but, uh, you know, I, so here's the thing I hate about Google, by the way, when you Google symptoms, uh, cause I, I sort of, I didn't know what to call it. So I just Googled my symptoms and the very first fucking thing that pops up on Google is beware the blanket stealer, and it's got this image of this dark, shadowy demon with giant fangs ripping Linus's blanket out of his hands. And uh, so I'm like, oh, oh, good. Now I have, like, physical demons. That's fun. 
so thanks, Google. Terrible, terrible. It's like when people Google their medical symptoms and they're like, I stubbed my toe an hour ago and I can still feel my heartbeat in my toe. Um, I, I think I have neuroblastoma. I just Googled my symptoms. <laughs> or a guy sitting on the couch, he's got a bellyache for two days. He's like, honey, uh, I've had lower, lower abdominal pain for two days. I think uh, it might be ectopic. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not going to admit to uh, to catastrophizing my symptoms sometimes. I won't admit to that. And if I don't admit to it, you can't judge me for it. So fucking win-win, another drink of San Pellegrino. Have you ever had this stuff, by the way? It's the San Pellegrino pomegranate and orange. They have different flavors, but the pomegranate and orange will literally change your life. It is re- it's amazing. I can't believe I didn't find this stuff years ago. Certainly would have helped my waistline. Definitely would have uh, would have helped my liver. Uh, but this stuff is amazing, refreshing as well. Sam Pellegrino, if you're listening, um, fucking pay me. <laughs> uh, no, I started thinking about that because I, when I came home, I was kind of in a downward thing. I had good. There was a good. There was good and bad. Uh, I think I've seen a few people on my friends list on, on Facebook with Natalie Harris. She does a good thoughts or a, uh, like she, well, she does a, um, Oh, I can't even think of that word now where you can't insomnia. Sorry. I was having a mini, mini stroke. She does insomnia thoughts where she lists her insomnia thoughts rather in a comical fashion. Uh, and I, I rather enjoy them and it sucks to say that because that means that she's awake. Uh, but the, the reading of what she has to write, the flare, shall we say, I enjoy her flare. I don't enjoy the fact that she can't sleep. Uh, but there's also, uh, somebody that writes good things, bad things throughout like on their, on a, like a day that they've been through good things, bad things. So good thing. I came home from therapy safe and sound now away from the muggles of the world um, I did not take transit home. I took an Uber. I was like, I'm not doing people right now. Uh, for one, I have a really nasty chill because I've been sweating and it's freezing cold outside because Ontario decided to, I don't know, get winter for some reason. And, uh, and it showed up overnight. It's like they fucking ordered it from Amazon and it showed up overnight. Uh, but I, I came home and I had a box sitting at my front door from Amazon, but no plug. Hey, Amazon, if you're listening, fucking pay me. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I, it was something that I ordered. It's a new microphone, the microphone that you're listening to right now. Uh, so that showed up and I was really excited about that because it, well, it's, I'm a nerd right now. I like this podcast thing and it's, uh, so it's, and it's a new toy. Fucking leave me alone. But that was good. I had that. And then, uh, I set it up uh, played around with it for a little bit, um, sent some audio files out to a couple friends, just be like, Hey, check this out. And then, and then I started, I was, I was on my couch, uh, making some dinner. And so that means I had stuff on the stove and then I got into deep ruminative mat mode and I have had a track record of not at all setting off the fire alarm since I moved into this place. I was at, I was at a hundred percent. I actually, I'm still at a hundred percent. But I smelt the burning and I was like, oh, crap, I'm either having a stroke or I'm burning food. Turns out I'm burning food. 
run over to the stove, take it off. I, I was getting stuck into thought to the point where I just, the world around me was starting to evaporate into the ether and I was going down that ruminative rabbit hole. And, uh, I started thinking about today and the things that happened and then therapy and, you know, the things that I was thinking in therapy, things that I was thinking about the situation that transpired and then thinking about the, how I've been nervous to sleep just because of the, you know, the, the sleep paralysis or that fucking sleep demon, whatever it is. And, uh, and so I was going, and it was a lot, it was a lot to, uh, it was a lot to have happen all at once. And, um, and so I, 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 I was sitting on the couch and, uh, I didn't eat anything. I went, I laid down on the couch instead and I fell asleep within ruminative mode. Um, which never, it never bodes well. It doesn't induce dreams. Dreams just happen at will. Uh, but I, you know, I wasn't really comfortable or falling into REM sleep enough to dream anyway, but I was dozing in and out and drooling on my chin and my shoulder. And, uh, and eventually I, I got up and I had a bad kink in my neck. And so I got rid of that and uh, I was just sitting there and I started thinking about, I, I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to be this way. And that was a typical uh, thought modality that I had when I, when I would drink, I'd go, you know, I don't want to feel this anymore. So I need, I'm going to drink or I don't want to feel this level of pain. I'm going to drink. I don't want, so I, I started feeling that not the call to drink, but the, I don't want to feel this anymore. I don't want to feel this, what I'm feeling right now. I don't want to feel this heavy, this sad. I feel like I'm wearing weighted skin and I don't want that. And so I started thinking about, well, how do you, how do you combat that? When it's, you know, um, later into the evening, you know, it was pushing around 830 at the time. And, you know, so things are closing down. Uh, what do you do? How do you combat that? Now, you can go out and go for a walk. But today, being out and going for a walk is a bit triggering. So that's not exactly an option for me. So what do I do? How do, what do I do? And it's easy to come up with reasons of why you can't do something. It's easy to find the, like I said, I can't go for a walk because it's triggering. Can't go out to to this place because that's closing soon. This coffee shop's, it's easy to find the cannot. It's harder to come up with the, all right, well, what can I do? It's way harder to do that. And so quite literally, and this sounds crazy, I literally started thinking of the podcast and I thought, you know, if I start a post by saying that I have this political thing, I'm instantly going to get people's hairs on their neck standing up and their ears are going to perk and they're going to go, oh, geez, where is he going? Where is he going? And I'm not going to lie to you. That was deeply satisfying to me. <laughs> so I couldn't help myself. I was like, yeah, that's happening. But then I started thinking, like, what do I do to follow that? Because I didn't have a premise in mind. I didn't have a certain thing that I really wanted to talk about. And then I was like, you know, how am I going to, how am I going to lighten that up? How am I going to say, like, what's the segue there to break in? And then I was like, well, you know, the classic Batman versus Superman, that's a pretty contentious issue. You know, let's, uh, let's roll with that one. And I was like, yeah, even though the answer is obvious and Superman would win totally, but yeah, let's do that. So I, <laughs> that's literally what, uh, what got me to doing it. So literally I thought I've said literally too often. I, I thought of Superman. I thought of Superman. Superman brought me out of a slump, not all the way. I didn't go from slump to okay. 
it was it was a gradual incline from from the from the pit from the you know that little dip upwards it was it was a it was a it was an incline and it wasn't easy but I did it and getting on here and talking to you guys and thinking of ways to be lighthearted sort of a fake it until you make it thing you know I, instead of donning something fake I wasn't I wasn't when I see the term fake I wasn't faking my authenticity when I was talking about Batman versus Superman but I wasn't really in the in the mindset of being jokey or lighthearted. I was I wasn't happy when this whole thing started for me. When this when this podcast and originally began. But I I did one thing. That's all I did. And that one thing was literally first get up off my couch. That's what I did. I stood up off my couch. I started pacing with that thought of Batman versus Superman in my head that political intro i was like yeah political is kind of funny once you realize that i'm not talking about anything of real you know political uh importance and and then and then after i i I did that i moved over to the sound booth and i looked at it and i was like i'm gonna throw the blanket on so i threw the blanket on so that's that's two things then i i turned on the 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 laptop and the mixer and Started kind of talking into the mic a little bit. That's the three, four things. And then uh, I grabbed a San Pellegrino and uh, and then I started talking to you guys. I pressed record and I started talking to you guys and I feel better. It's not perfect. My day's not fixed. But I feel better. I certainly am not, you know, worried about the blanket demon right now. That'll come later, I'm sure. But, you know, maybe Superman can help me out. Uh, so I think when I asked the question, what can we do on those days that the, that the trouble things or troublesome things happen, what can we do? I think the answer that I'm coming to for me, the thing that's working for me is one thing, not a specific thing, just one thing, just do one thing. That's it. Because that's all we can do is one thing and then another thing and then another thing and another and it works and it goes to another thing. And the other thing that really helped was I make my bed every single day. Every single day, I always make my bed. It's the first thing I do when I when I finally pull my tired, aching, lamenting, uncooked chicken physique out of, out of, out of bed. I make it. I turn around and I make it. And then that's the first thing that greets me after I get out of the shower and I, I, get, I get dressed and I get out of the shower. That's the first thing that greets me when I go back into the room is my bed and it's made. I've accomplished something already for the day. So as I was pacing around and I thinking about the Superman Batman thing, I turned and I saw my bed and it was made. So that means that I, I had already accomplished something. So now I'm getting these little victories and they are snowballing just like bad things can snowball. So can good things. And so I started trying to focus on that. I started trying to focus just on the good things. And, you know, like I said, that that I, I know it's bad. I'm sorry, guys. But that thought of kind of messing with you a little bit, it's, it's <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come on. We're still friends, right? It wasn't as bad as you thought. I didn't go into a, you know, a giant Trump monologue talking about walls and Firstly, I don't know how to build a wall, so there's probably that, you know. 
Um, yeah. So here we are. And I actually do feel better. I feel better than what I did. The things that transpired throughout my Monday, and of course, you know, symbolic Monday. <laughs> Grr, Monday, great. Uh, those things, those things haven't gone away, but they're not, they're not the ones steering the ship. I am. And I think that's one, especially with being sober, that's one thing that's really helping me stay in control of the ship. I can't always choose what the water's going to be like. You know, sometimes those waves are going to come and sometimes those dark clouds are going to come and sometimes that boat's going to get rocked. And you're going to take water on. That's going to happen. But I don't have to concede control of that ship. And that's one thing that I'm starting to learn. And in doing those little things like grabbing a bucket and starting to take that water and throw it over the side. Taking a mop and mopping up where that water used to be. Steering into the clearing. Just doing one thing after the other until I get to calm waters. And I think... That's all we can do. So that's my answer for me. That's that's what's working. One thing. Even if it's just as stupidly ephemeral as coming on a microphone and saying Batman, Superman. That's it. That's, that's it. Just one thing. One thing. Find one thing and, and roll with it. And eventually... I believe, for me especially, because it's working, this isn't the first day that I've started implementing this tactic. I mean, I had to utilize it a lot throughout Christmas. Christmas was a tough time. It is a tough time. It's going to be a tough time, likely, for the rest of my life. It doesn't mean that it's going to be an, un, you know, an unpleasing time. It doesn't have to be hallmarked by that. But I'm going to face challenges around that time of year for the rest of my life. That's just a thing. Just like I'm, we're going to face challenges on, on arbitrary days throughout the rest of our lives. Life is like that. You know, life is not easy. But it's, it's one thing, one thing, one thing again. It's just, it feels good to have that control sometimes. Knowing that you can't really control what's around you, but you can kind of control how you react to it. You know, it's... It's all too easy. I don't think anybody would have really blamed me today for running and diving into into a bottle. I mean, I don't think anyone would blame me on any day, to be completely honest, because I, I have great people in my life. But, you know, had had I explained what I would, you know, deem reasons to be, you know, the justifications that I would use, you know, nobody's going to be like, oh, well, that's stupid. You know, but... I don't want, I, I, the thing about alcohol and me, and I, I think, I can't remember if I said this on my podcast or not, but when I was drunk, when I was drinking for, for that period of time, for like over that decade, I couldn't remember what it was like to be sober, to be really, truly sober. I couldn't remember. I didn't know what that was like. Had I given, had I given it real thought, I, I don't think I could have given you an answer. But once I went into Bellwood and I was gifted some time of sobriety. Now, I, I mean, the thing about Bellwood is, you know, yeah, you, you can't leave. But 
in a way you can because they're, they're, it's not a prison. Nobody's literally like nobody's physically going to stop you. If you want to walk out of there, you walk out of there. So everyone that goes through Bellwood, you, you know, it's you. You're the one staying. That's so that's one thing. That's one accomplishment right there. And uh, once I once I had some sobriety behind me, and I, I, nearing the end of, of being in Bellwood and then the the days outside of Bellwood where I maintained that sobriety. Um, I started to, to recall what it's like to be drunk and uh, there's sirens going by. I'm not sure if you guys can hear that, but yeah. Um, sorry, sirens. Sorry. Um, yes, I remember what it's like to be drunk and I don't miss that at all. So when I was drunk and I couldn't remember what it's like to be sober, I couldn't miss it because I I didn't remember. But now that I'm sober, I remember what it's like to be drunk and I don't miss that because I think of myself as drunk and I would greatly miss being sober. The clarity of thought that comes with being sober is, it is a gift. It really, really, really is. I mean, yes, things are more potent. Everything you feel is more potent, the good and the bad. The good and the bad is more potent. I'm not going to lie. There are days that aren't easy, not with relation to wanting to drink, but days where you just don't want to do days. You just don't want to, you know, when, when depression comes, when, when you hit those rough seas, you know, and nothing could have precipitated them. You could have just gone to bed and then woken up and had that, had a storm rolled in overnight folks for no effing reason whatsoever. I like how I censor myself now. (laughs) Ah, jeez. I am the worst podcaster, talker, person ever. Uh, But, uh, you know, uh, a a storm rolls in overnight, so you wake up depressed. There's no reason. That's depression. You don't have to have a reason. And you also don't have to justify it to anybody either. So there's that. Keep that in mind as well. But, um, you know... With, if if I wasn't sober, there's no way. There's there's no way that I would. Well, first off, I probably wouldn't have a podcast because I don't think that I would have had the clarity of thought to put the effort in that I do. Um, and I certainly wouldn't um, be aware enough to receive the enjoyment that I do get from it. Um, so there's that. It's uh. You know, so days days like today where the I have PTSD symptoms come in at like a level one hundred, you know, from zero to one hundred real quick, and and it kind of throws the the feng shui of Matt's mind, a medic's mind, off balance. Uh, it's it's nice to have the reserves of you know of clear thought. Uh, in fact, it's imperative. It's imperative. It's necessary. And um, so I, uh, I, I, you know, a couple of thank yous there. Uh, Doc, if you're listening, thank you. Uh, Bellwood, if you, if anybody from Bellwood's listening, thank you. And to all my friends and, uh, and co, co-writers and contributors uh, and, and anyone else who's listening, thank you, honestly, because you guys, you guys help me out. You're, you're the you're the anchors and oars on the ship, 
and uh, you know it means a lot. So thank you. So uh, as as a long winded uh, roundabout way of saying one thing. That's all we have to do. One thing. If you're struggling, if you're having a shitty day, if somebody, if you're having a grr Monday moment, as Ted would say, just do one thing because that's all we can do. One thing at a time and it will, it will eventually snowball and uh, it doesn't, it may not snowball that day even, right? I'm not saying that this is a miracle cure because it's not. It's work. It's very much a work. It's not, this isn't a workaround. This isn't a cheat code. It's, you have to like, I, getting up off that couch was work and I know that may sound strange, that sit, standing up and moving away from a couch is work. But in that moment, it is. It really, really is. Uh, and it's not easy to do that. So when you when you complete something, you know, good job on you. 100% good job you. And I, I mean that with utmost sincerity. Good job you. But I'm going to leave it there, guys. I'm going to go. I'm going to finish my San Pellegrino, uh, my pomegranate orange. It's amazing. Uh, and I'm going to leave you, uh, with something here. Just give me a second. I just got to find it. I'm going to pause you for a second and I'll be right back. Okay. I am back and I'm going to lead us out instead of with the regular guitar riff, I'm going to do a little something different, uh, in honor of our political discussion and to, to show that I'm humble towards those who <laughs> laughably think that Batman would win. Uh, I bid you guys all a good day, a good evening. And a good morning, come come morning. Uh, but above all else, if you're out there working right now, I want to thank you for your service. I want to wish you well. I hope you get home safe to your families. Thank you so much for what you do. So be well, be safe, and above all, keep talking to each other. <laughs>